Why does one person thrive, whereas another dies? I've been reading memoirs lately. One is about a Holocaust survivor, and the other is about someone who was in foster care for about 10 years of their life. I'm not sure what initially attracted me to these books, but I know they are stirring something inside of me. I've always been curious, what makes one person survive and thrive through trauma, whereas another in the exact same situation dies, whether physically or emotionally? It amazes me when you have two people from the same family with the same parents and one uses the parents as an excuse for their own failings, while the other sees the parents as the catalyst for their success. I've always thought it was simply about choices. One chooses to allow their past to positively impact their future. Another chooses to allow their past to ruin their life. What I'm discovering with these two books is there are some key ways of being that can impact a person's ability to navigate the most horrific of experiences. More than just choices, it's the power of the imagination and the power of love to transport a person to another place and to ultimately thrive in life. The human brain doesn't register whether something is real or imagined. It simply registers that it is. The same firing happens in the brain if someone is licking an ice cream cone or they're imagining they are licking an ice cream cone. Similarly, if someone believes they are hurt and in pain, yet they haven't actually been injured, the mind can turn on the pain sensors. It's so powerful. In both memoirs, I'm observing how the authors had an incredible way of picturing themselves in a more beautiful and wonderful situation, and both lived from a place of love. One time, the Holocaust survivor was ordered to dance for the warden. Like You could just imagine how awful that would feel. She had previously been an accomplished ballerina. And when she was ordered upon life or death to dance, she imagined herself dancing for her loved ones. She imagined herself on stage in her most beautiful essence. She literally transported herself to another place and danced the most beautiful dance of her life. Each day, she would imagine every detail of her loved ones that she was no longer in contact with. Their laughs, their smiles, their eyes, and stories of their lives. She recounted the most intricate of details. No matter the state of her life, she had a daily practice of imagining and staying in the feeling of love. The other author was given up by his mother after she'd left his abusive father and could no longer afford to care for her children. For 10 years, he and his siblings, whom he was not together with, were bumped around the foster system. He recounts many situations where he imagined his future. He also recounts situations where he observed others enduring things like being bullied or being ostracized. And he would do all he could to ensure that he demonstrated love to them, something he was not being 
given in his world and yet he was demonstrating love and compassion to them even to the point of being able to influence other classmates the bullies to befriend the students in spite of his own abandonment by his parents he became the opposite choosing to seek out and show love to anyone in need when at 14, he watches The Tonight Show with Steve Allen, he begins imagining what it's going to be like when he's on the show. He spends years imagining himself on The Tonight Show. He says, in my imagination, I merge myself with the entire show. Somehow I can see myself not only in the present as a boy sitting in the living room watching electronic transmissions, but I see myself in the future as well. I have such an incredible feeling of being connected to what I will be doing in the future. In 1976, he wrote his first book, and since he was an unknown personality, he was unable to arrange many media interviews. So, instead of accepting rejection, he decided to do a national tour on his own, going directly to each media outlet. Through a series of events, he was invited to do a pre-interview for a possible appearance on The Tonight Show. In spite of the obstacles that ensued with delays and cancellations, he finally ended up with a spot on the show being interviewed by the Johnny Carson. If you don't know who this is, just look him up. He was super famous through the 70s and 80s. During the following two years, he made over 37 Tonight Show appearances. Both authors went on to become extremely successful in their lives. Both had childhoods that were in essence taken from them. They endured abuse and trauma and could easily have lived a life full of rage and disappointment for what they endured. Yet in spite of, or perhaps in light of their experiences, they thrived. Both used their imagination in powerful ways. Both focused on loving others. Both while not living an easy life and while enduring some of the most horrific experiences also went on to powerfully influence and make a difference in the lives of others. The Holocaust survivor, Dr. Edith Eva Eager, became a psychologist specializing in the treatment of post-traumatic stress disorder. Her memoir entitled The Choice, Embrace the Possible, became a bestseller. Her influence and the ripple effect of her life has spread far and wide. The child who lived in foster homes became Dr. Wayne Dyer, a self-help and spiritual author and motivational speaker. His first book, Your Erroneous Zones, is one of the most best-selling books of all time. He's a best-selling author of more than 40 books that have made an impact on millions of lives. I am personally so moved by these stories and how these seemingly simple states of being can have a ripple effect that changes lives. Your imagination, the ability to use your imagination, the power of your imagination, and the ability to stay in a place and space of love for yourselves and for others. Both authors could have sat in their misery and emotionally died. They would have never become global influencers for good and likely would have lived mediocre lives by imagining a better life for themselves and by being the very essence of love. They lived full 
vibrant lives. I am so challenged by their stories to see how in my life I can imagine a bright future, you know, even in the midst of some of the crazy things that are happening in our world. And I'm being challenged to love more. You know, where else can I be love for myself and for other people? So I hope this podcast has brought you some things to think about and to consider for your life and for how you might be an influence to others. Thanks so much for tuning in and stay tuned for more. Hi, I'm Kimberly Chalmers. I'm so glad you're here tuning into my podcast. My goal in life is to figure things out and to figure out the best way forward. So I am here to deliver strategies and tips for your well-being. Thanks so much for showing up. Feel free to check me out at KimberlyChalmers.com as well on Instagram at Kimberly R. Chalmers. And that's Kimberly with an L-E-Y. Chalmers is C-H-A-L-M-E-R-S. Thanks for tuning in.